Inspiration Nation. Hello, Lee Kemp here for another week on the podcast, as always, with my good friends Brian Boniface and Jose Neuer, whose headphones are playing up right now. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, good. Thank you, Lee. Really good. It's been such a long time. Yeah, I know. We're excited for episode 152.2. Yeah, I like it. I love that. That's a little software update. Yeah. Uh, thank you those joining us on TikTok right now on a bonus Thursday. Normally we record on a Tuesday. We did record on a Tuesday, but we decided it wasn't up to our usual nation content. So we are here for our second stab at the week. It was, it was, good. it was tits up Tuesday because we tits <laughs> up. That it was, that it was. Um, so we are on a bonus Thursday TikTok. Uh, just follow Joe, J Neuer underscore Inspiration Nation. You'll get notification whenever he goes live. We put each and every podcast out live. Then, of course, we're across all podcast platforms and on YouTube as well. Um, oh, and Twitter at Listen to IN, Listen T O I N. There you go. Shilling done for the moment. So, no. Ryan, what for the second time are we going to talk about this week? Not what we spoke about Tuesday, that's for sure. Mm. So, I've been um, reflecting a little bit. I was in the office today for work and um, overheard a conversation from somebody that said um, it's two years next month since the the big vid started, the big COVID. Wow. It's two years. Well, I, mean, next I know month. I knew that, but I didn't really think that's about it. That. And that yeah. is exactly that is exactly it. It's two years next month. Um, I don't want to keep dragging that point out, but um, I still feel like I'm 24 because I was 24 when it happened and it almost feels like life hit that pause button and everything kind of stopped. Um, and it hasn't really kind of got started again. Um, uh, I don't want to compare it to any kind of big worldwide issues, maybe like a world war or whatever, because I, people have definitely felt like that from those, of course, but this is definitely my generations back in my day. We had COVID for five years or whatever it's going to be. Um, but it made me kind of think about um, where would we be, us, uh, us individually, the world, whatever, where would we be if it didn't happen? Get out your parallel universe thoughts. And in a world where COVID doesn't happen, um, it doesn't come to fruition, where do we think you know personally professionally or whatever where would we be and a lot of people um and we were quite lucky here as as a three um a lot of people kind of were made redundant or lost their jobs or had their lives turned upside down and and you know a lot of things changed but also by contrast if covid didn't happen those same things would have happened to another group of people right so i'm not saying that that's fate's way of of working it through to whoever it wants to but you know, some people could have been really, really close to not keeping up their mortgage payments and all of a sudden COVID happens and they had a three to six month break, which a lot of banks did offer. And then all of a sudden they managed to recoup a lot of money, um, save up a lot of money, didn't lose their job and they're now back on track. There will be people that, that benefited from COVID, right? Um, but I'm just interested in, in your guys' thoughts and kind of as a society where we would be. You know, the big talking point in our country would still probably be Brexit. Um did we get it right? Is the decision right? And a lot of the things that we're struggling to deal with over here, like the fuel crisis at the mid to end point of last year, and um, there were some food shortages around the same time, 
were preliminary put preliminary put down to to COVID being the issue. But you know, was it really? Would we know that? Um, and I think it's just a bit more of a reflection episode on maybe where we would be as people, um, because as I say, it, you know, job wise. Um, we will do the same job. We'll work for the same companies. Not much has really changed for us over these two years. Right. Um, I kind of got promoted, but I got promoted before COVID technically started. So I'm not going to count that. No, I don't know. You know, my position hasn't really changed. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where, what I kind of want to reflect on. Um, because a lot of it is seeing COVID as, um, you know, a negative thing. And for the most part, a hundred percent it is, you know, for the most part it is, um, it's prohibited people going out. It, it's had detrimental effects to mental health. Um, obviously hundreds of thousands of people have died just in our country. Um, but more than that kind of has there been effects to relationships that you guys have had? Um, have you made new relationships with people that you wouldn't have had before, are there anything that you, is there anything you can look back on in 10 years time when this is a, a thing of the past and say, you know what, I wouldn't be where I am in the, in a good way, maybe, or in a certain way because of what happened in 2020 to 2022, hopefully, and nothing further. So, yeah, I kind of want to throw that out there. Very interesting concept. I like it because it, you know, for a multitude of reasons, some things are to be carried on as is, but March, what, 2019? 20. 2020. March 2020, it's like the world just took a sudden, sharp left handbrake turn and we all went with it. Yeah. And everything got thrown up in the air and it's all starting to settle down. I still, you know, we've done a few reflection episodes on this, but I still remember all the talk about lockdown um, being needed. You know, we no idea about COVID, what how severe it could or couldn't be, other than the fact that it was spreading like wildfire at the time. Um, we needed this effective shutdown of the entire country for three weeks, which was just complete. I know it still feels a little bit surreal now. I know things are slightly different now, but surreal that um, I was driving around here, driving somewhere the other day, and going near one of the major airports. It's either Gatwick or Heathrow. I was on the M25, and there were like ten overlapping contrails in the sky. And for whatever reason, it made me think about that, you know, three weeks that became three or six months or whatever, you know, that time period was, where I'd open window at the front of my house and there would not be a noise. Now, I live one street back from the main road. I'm underneath part of the loop that Gatwick has where planes fly around, so they're going in the sky. I'm making it sound like a fantastic place to live for noise, but, you know, there's background noise. It's not horrendous, but it's there. But I could open my window and there wouldn't be a sound, literally not a sound, because no one was travelling. And it's still, still was a bit surreal if we've got that back to normal a bit now with where we are. But you say, Ryan, we suddenly found ourselves at home. I remember having a conversation with Gijo about, well, let's just go back to normally next time. And that's, you were like, no, it's not. There'll be a new normal, but it's not going to go back to how it was, which is absolutely the case. Huge increase in... This that we're doing now, we were already doing it for the podcast, but video technology for speaking to each other, but it still wasn't like it is now. And clearly it wasn't because all the company, IT companies, suddenly spent all their resources into beefing up their video technology to the point that it's so 
woven into the fabric of our lives now because it's it's so available for everything so kind of interaction how we deal with people through necessity we have to do certain things and some of that hasn't gone away um little stupid things amazon so amazon's been around for ages in terms of delivery things um, and i was aware of it but it wouldn't be my go-to for buying stuff i'd still go to the shop or order certain things online from a shop or click and collect or whatever it is but then once we can go out Amazon became the thing and initially a necessity. Now Amazon is the first place I go anytime I need anything is, is it on Amazon? And that wasn't my go-to beforehand. And I know that's small, but I think that's the case for a lot of people. I mean, my mum didn't do internet shopping full stop and it's all she does now, everything. And, you know, that whole industry around the drivers, the infrastructure for the drivers, the maintenance network for the vehicles, insurance stuff that sits behind it, warehouses, the jobs that sit there's, you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of jobs people are doing now that would not have existed in that volume because of it. Um, and I think it just propelled the gig economy. So this is where people, you know, you get jobs sent to you rather than having nine to five hours and in some of them you can pick up as many as you want on others you commit to a number of hours like you know things were always there but amazon deliveroo uber eats blah, 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 all of that stuff has just we were already on a path but it just went like that and it's not gone from what i can see it's not gone back and i've read some articles talking about it that you know food delivery as opposed to going out to restaurants went through the roof and actually, it hasn't settled back down to those volumes. People are kind of integrated that was a part of their life now because they're used to doing that. And then restaurants have kept that going as a core, a core part of business. One of my, you know, we've talked about it off air, but I've got a, a family member who um, runs, well, it's a bakery, but a huge part of his income stream is deliveries, which I don't think five years ago when you went into it, you'd have thought of that being the thing, but it's, it's kind of changed. And then on a bigger scale, I'll stop in a minute and let someone else talk. But I think it's a high street as well. So, you know, the high streets have changed dramatically, partly because of not being able to go out, shops not being able to sustain it, everything else like that. But this wasn't new. There was already news stories a year, two years before COVID about the death of the high street. I just think five to 10 years of social change happened in like a year. It just escalated everything. And we're now where, you know, as a society, we're largely where we would have been in 2025, 2030, only it's 2022 because we've been forced to adapt quickly. Yeah. And I think we'd still have the slow death of the high street, so to speak. I'm a big fan of going out to the high street, by the way, but, you know, it's just that's the way things are going. But I think that would have still been on a slow decline. You're slowly getting to move up. I mean, working from home like it is now for people in jobs that can sustain it still would probably be a should we, shouldn't we, maybe we'll give it a go, let's dip our toe in and try it out sort of thing, rather than now it's almost how do you make work in the office sometimes thing while everyone's at home. So there's, there's all these changes that have, have happened, I think, that just wouldn't have, and we'd be a lot further down the progression route to these things that definitely would have happened. That's my society thing. I could do a personal thing in a minute, but I'll probably let someone else speak. No, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I think just for some context, um, you know, um, 
Ozark season three came out in March 2020. I have not got to season three yet, but I've started. Tiger King, that was that was peak start of pandemic, right? Tiger King. And that feels like an inter- an eternity ago, but it's only it two does. years. Um, I've tried to look <laughs> at films. because of how much has changed in that time. Yeah, I've tried to look at films that were releasing in March 2020. And Peter Rabbit 2, there was a Mulan remake, I think. Um, all top uh, of my viewing list. All top of my list. The weekend was number one in the UK with Blinding Lights. If you've ever heard that song, um, that's you know that's two years ago. That's that's a big jump in time, and a lot of people put had to put their lives on hold. Um, and they, you know, we all went home from work, and we were like, oh, "I'll only be three months. We'll be back." Well, we're not back, not really. <laughs> and it's been like twenty-four months. And but, this is, they just announced today, didn't they, that they're going to release, or was it yesterday or something, all the restrictions. So that has been, you said, that's two years, two years. Yeah. Of, and it's been, you know, they've been up and down. They've been far more severe. They've been less severe. It's been a bit of a, you know, not a bumpy ride, but an up and down ride. But there's been some sort of rule about it in place for two years now. That's a hell of a long time. Yeah. Um, and Joe, I will come to you, come to you in a second. But something I, we were discussing at work today in the office was that people think that that's too soon. A lot of people think that that's too soon. Um, and don't get me wrong, you have to assess the threat that you think to yourself at the time, right? Um, but two, if two years ago, I came onto this podcast and I said, guys, I've seen, I've seen the future. We're going to be locked down for pretty much two years. You tell me, shut up, that's a joke. Um, there's no way the world can just stop for two years. I can actually picture those words coming out of Lee's mouth. There's no way the world will be able to stop for two years. Yet here we are. Um, but yes, Joe, what about you? What about your thoughts? Yeah, I just, uh, I loved all you said. I think I agree with it. And I don't necessarily think we stopped. I just think we adapted. I just think it, we just changed very, very quickly. Um, I think we did stop for a bit and then it just went right bang. We need to get on with it. Um, and it was a massive thrust from everybody, like even us right on the podcast, because I want to talk about personal experience. I know you talk about how the world is, but I think even looking at this podcast, we were sitting in Lee's front room, we talked about before, and we've recorded these episodes in the front room. And that's why I love this podcast. They made me podcast. drive two hours to record yeah. these podcasts. Right, two hours, That's right? Pleasure <laughs> of two hours. <laughs> to, get, to get some Marks Spencer's pizza from Lee was worth it. <laughs> Just imagine this ride, right? You said you want to re-record. I'll have a two-hours trip. That's four hours of driving. You just say, and that's what I mean. It's like this is amazing. I think yes, it's the really sad bits have come out of it. It's been, like you said, definitely. But in terms of the podcast, I think it's been good for us. It gives us flexibility. We could go back to these at some point and do it. But really, this is really convenient. You know, Um, it's so convenient. It's so easy. It's just like, oh, we're going to do a podcast episode. Bang, here we go. Get on to, get on to Zoom. Other, other things are available. Um, like whatever, Teams and all that sort of stuff. I think we streamlined but, life a bit. Yeah. Yes. It's making yes. a lot more efficient. I mean, look, think about our workplaces. You know, like you said, you know, the people struggle to get rooms to have meetings in. No longer that's a problem. Boom. Yeah. You don't have a meeting. You just have it on your teams. It's just... The amount of travelling that's been cut down, especially myself personally, I don't do half as much travelling. You know, 
they're looking when the restrictions are going. I think there is going to be a hybrid way of working. It's going to be, me personally, I think it's going to be, you know, I might be two days in the office, three at home. Who knows? In fact, I might be, even now I'm doing training, people are home working. I'm literally, they're not even in the office. They won't be in the office because they're home workers. And that's enabled businesses to actually employ people who aren't geographic, geographically not in the vicinity. So it allows a big pool of skills. Easy for um, you to say, Joe. What's that? It's easy for you to say, Joe. Geographically. I but what I suppose, so I love this podcast because this podcast has actually been a diary or a diary of the pandemic, essentially. It's like a time capsule. Well, yeah, time capsule. Well, we like six, I think it was six months prior to the pandemic that we started or something like that, was it? We two and a half years, maybe? No, we're three, I mean, we're three years in about three weeks. So yeah, we were just over a year, year before. A year before, and we've carried on. I haven't missed one. We had a little, little blip in the middle. We missed one. We had a little, little tipple episode with Lee did brilliantly. But, but literally been doing podcast recordings. And now, you know, you can all look back on the podcast, listen back, watch back and to how we were talking about those times and what was going to be happening, what we thought might be happening. Um, and now we're coming to this place where, like Lee said, and you said that everything's going to be at the end of the month. Everything's, everything's lifted. What's the impact going to be? I think it'll be. I think there'll there'll be it'll be a hybrid way of working. We want to go back to going back to the office full time. I think businesses, some businesses, businesses have said we're not going back. People are staying at home. Um, so it just depends on what the business need is, what the resources. But on a personal note, um, you know, it's been tough. Uh, how's it affected my relationships? I suppose it's a good question. Um, I think you mentioned that, Ryan. I've had to make more of an effort. Um, it's been negative to, for you, is what you're saying. Sorry? It's been negative for you, is what you're saying. <laughs> I love that. No, but it is, <laughs> it's, it's made you have to do, like, reach outs. Um, you know, like... if Whatever you kids are calling it these days, Joe. Yeah, reach outs, all that. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's been some downsides, clearly, you know, for me personally, because when my mum was not very well, I couldn't go and see her until the last sort of moments that was difficult um you know when I went to go and see my mum you know someone we've had two bouts of covid in my household um I couldn't go and see it because of the risk of you know at home carrying it so you know a lot of other people have faced that um I mean in the first pandemic you know people people were, were passing away and they couldn't actually go and see them because they're so strict I was quite lucky because they they knew that you know, it's near the end of life, that they, even with those COVID, I was allowed to visit, provided I could show a negative test. So we got more used to being able to sort of manage it. But I do feel for those people that um, weren't able to visit uh, their loved ones. I mean, that I can't imagine that personally. On my level, I like to think I would not better see my mum's last days. I mean, I just cannot imagine what that would be like. And I'm sort of bringing it down a little bit, but it's just like that seriousness of that, and when I think back, I think that's really heavy. Um, so there's the good, there's not so good. And personally, what have I, I think I've, I've grown differently. I don't know. I think I've grown quicker. Um, I've had to adapt a lot more to things like using technology and all that. So there's been good things and I've had to make more efforts. So for me, I think it's been some challenges. But overall, I think it's been a good thing to test my 
resilience about change. And I don't really like change. And I have to push myself for change. I've seen a lot of change in businesses in my job. We've done change. Um, you know, events have happened, which have been really challenging for me. But overall, I think I've grown a lot. And I think there's still more to come. So, yeah, that's my, that's my two pennies worth. So I'm going to throw it back to you guys. So Can you just say bless you to Mrs. Neuer for me, please, Joe. Bless you, Lisa. Good to hear you. Sorry. So. Mitchell, weed outside. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's my daughter coming in. Love it. Love it all. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go on, Ryan. Go what, on. what I want to kind of. Um, <laughs> sorry. Touch on. Uh, next is that do we think as a passing question that things will go back in any aspect to how they were before so to give a you know a bit of an ad analogy to this i assume we've all seen the simpsons movie they had the big dome chucked over the town and you know, so the simpsons movie wow they chuck a big dome over the town and life goes on around them and I seem to remember a, a scene when the dome lifted where they had to reintegrate themselves into life right um, and similarly we've all seen the Marvel films right um, and the big click happened and um, the snap thank you the, the snap. snap sorry yeah sorry the snap my god and uh, <laughs> I knew that I knew that I knew that was up and <laughs> half the half the world just disappeared right and don't get me wrong, this is, this is a serious conversation, but there are some comparisons to that in, in the sense that people had a big change, worldwide huge change, and they had to get on with that life, with their life, without those people, without those norms. You know, the amount of businesses that would have failed as a result of that. If you, if you were to imagine that happened in, in, you know, in our universe and in, and in real life, um, you know, what, what effect would that have on the planet if half the people just ceased to exist and then five years later they suddenly all re-existed um how easy would it be to reintegrate back into life if you're you know from either side you know you've bought a house or somebody that disappeared and all of a sudden you're in the bath one day and they they appear on the toilet next year oh my god that would be so weird wouldn't it um, <laughs> so, <weird. laughs> so you know uh, there is a part of me that thinks that life will naturally over the next 50 years or so fall back to the normality that we saw in 2019 albeit with some technological changes and improvements and differences but there's another part of me that says that that will never ever happen um and we'll never go back to that it's, it's more the latter but it's it's an evolved so things yeah you know, the we the genie is out the bottle on work-life balance working at home so you know four day working week stuff being pushed now which again what isn't new it's been talked about three four five years ago but european countries have been doing it escalated a lot quicker than it ever would have but then a lot of things are you know there's coffee shops now have people in them they didn't have people in them a year ago um bars restaurants stuff like that again tables are more adapted people are much more i don't know we come to you know you, you stay in your seat more than get around and be everywhere like you used to so much i've noticed that a little bit with people but all of that that stuff is opening back up again going out to the shop socializing with people it's all we start to go back towards it it's still lesser volumes that may or may not change you know you've got 
a generation now who've grown up with already there was a lot of contact through online rather than face-to-face -face anyway and then that just got escalated will that become more of a comfortable thing for people so a lot of elements have come back in and are still coming back in i just think it's if I, even little things like when i go to the pub now i order my app i don't go to the bar now this app also exists beforehand i just never used it because that's what i was used to doing and i've got a new used to doing so there's little adaptations and things that have that have come in so i don't think we'll ever go back so i don't think there is any going back mm -hmm. but i think we also won't be as restricted so the things people want to do will come back in in varying volumes and i say the biggest bit is going out for a coffee going out for dinner going to the cinema whatever that you know whatever those those sort of things are but i think and maybe even arguably a bit more of that, as you referenced it earlier, Joe, like work-life balance for me. I I would always, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of a, a workaholic, so to speak. Or I, you know, and my working hours generally were eight to six every day, give or take, a bit extra start, a bit at the end. It's still pretty much the same now. I just don't have an hour travel bubble from the start and finish. Um give a lot of thumbs up there, Joe. Is that behind the camera? So yeah, I just, uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to HR 048C6, sending you heart, sending you love, Luke. Oh, Luke. I love it. Sending Thank you. Thank you for the uh, love on TikTok. Yeah, so, they, so I just give them a thumbs up because they can only see me. So I just wanted to give them a thumbs up saying thank you for that. I didn't want to interrupt your flow because it was really good. No, and, again, I think that's that's where it is. And I just I know jumping back a question, but I did this big society thing on a personal bit. I and again we. You know, the reason doing this podcast is we challenge ourselves on personal growth. And I think I would have grown in whatever way, but I've definitely gone in a direction on, you know, I'm doing a lot of talking at the moment around mindfulness stuff and appreciation for things I've got. And I think I'm in a happier place because I'm just more appreciative having gone through what I went through. And, like you guys said, I count myself as very, very lucky in terms of the impact to me. Um, you know, I had um, parents who got very, very ill about as close as could have been um, without without it being fatal for them. Um, so there's, you know, there's impacts in the family of friends and that that were impacted. But for me personally, I didn't know when they had it as bad as other people did. And I know, you know, I'm not saying it was all a great thing because we, it didn't happen, obviously it didn't bear for everyone. But for me, it's just because of that, seeing what happens to other people, realising how lucky I was, I think, it's just given me a real appreciation for what I do have and what's around me and enjoying the small things in life and being more in the moment. And I think that it put me on that path and it's been a, a quick journey because of it as well. I'm in a relationship that I definitely wouldn't have been if it wasn't for COVID. It started during COVID, you know, situations of how the world was allowed that to happen, never would have been before. So, you know, dramatic change in life that when you look at that whole, what does it feel, sliding doors where you've got someone who goes through a door and doesn't, their life goes in two different directions. And that's a fundamental event that happened 18 months into COVID. So I can say that, you know, there's no way the stars are aligned in the same way. So hugely different person personally i think good place obviously big things happen in the life and i'm in a society that i think we've just we've moved on quicker than we ever would have i think That's i think my, my i think my life was rid of distractions um i still do all the things that i did before but i think the hubbub of 
of life and growing up was um, silenced with COVID for me. And I kind of lost yeah. those distractions and I could just focus on, you know, work for the most part and um, Netflix in the evenings. Just to say, guys, I am going off camera for a second, but carry on without me. Okay. Okay. Hey. Um, carry on, fine. That's, you know, that's, it's about now that I think I'd be looking to wrap, wrap up. Um, I think it's just important that no matter what's happened to you, with you, for you, around you, or about you, it, you know, it, this, these last two years don't define you. Um, they're probably two of what I'm going to imagine is um, 60 to 70 plus years. So, you know, there's still so much time in life to do what you wanted to do. Um, and yeah, I mean, you get to decide now what's, what's normal. There's jobs that now offer permanent working from home, as we've discussed, or permanently working in the office or a hybrid system. You now have more flexibility now in, in the jobs you wish to go for. And um, even the sectors you wish to go for, like, it, there's, there's almost as if everybody got a free reset. Did you like what you did? No. Can I get out and get into something new? Yes. Then I can go. Um, and I think that's, I think that's important that people, that people got that reset and, you know, in some ways we're quite lucky that that reset happened. Maybe, maybe we didn't want it. Maybe we did. Um, but I think a lot of people have benefited in the same way that unfortunately a lot of people suffered for want of a better word. Um, so I, I think just just reminding yourself that if you haven't had a good couple of years that, you know, life does go on and you will find your path. Um, and if you've had a good couple of years, be thankful that it's happened in your lifetime so that you've been the one to benefit rather than being maybe our children or our children's children and going, oh, I hate my job. I wish I had a pandemic that could mean that I could change and do something new. It's all about being grateful and making the most of your situation, I think. But um, right. yeah, now now Lee's disappeared. Um, I don't know who's going to win the show. Well, he better uh, come. Well, I got to say, I don't know where he's going. Um, but just to sort of build on your point, um, I really like that thing about you know you know people. This is now brought to a head that you can change. Sometimes you have to force change, but you can always change. There's always an opportunity for you to change. And the other thing I saw is like, do you remind me of this person like where people had really difficult times? And I think there was a care workers that care workers in homes that had to were being forced to have the 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 vaccine and, and there's this lady who didn't want to have it she'd had the but she'd had the um she'd had covid so she had antibodies but they still wanted to have the vaccine anyway they sacked her then she got a job lorry driving and then they said they're not going to force people to have the vaccines and so but she got a job, a job as a lorry driver she loves it and so would you go back well i don't really think i will because now i found this other job and i really enjoy it so Lost to the care system, but lorry driving, right? So, you know, sometimes these things happen. You don't agree with them, Ryan, I absolutely agree. Sometimes you don't agree with what's happening, but sometimes it happens and you evolve and it makes you change. It makes you become better. It makes you become stronger even through the struggle. It's the struggles that make us stronger. And even at the time you think, oh, I'm really struggling. I don't like this at all. Well, you getting through it and adapting and making the best of it and being like what Lee said and you said about making the most of it, being grateful for what you have, 
you can make it through and you can be a better version of yourself. It's all about personal growth, but also little everyday things we talk about, not just climbing mountains, that, that massive amount of distance, but those everyday little things to just do it the best you can every single day. You know, make your bed, do little things well, do a little change that you've done. Make sure you do those little jobs that you've been putting off, those little things, don't put them off and, and get them done. So it makes you feel, you get that little little rush of dopamine that you've done those, those little jobs and done your best every day. And you'll find that those little wins will add up to, to big wins over time. So yeah, right, what a great point. Uh, you really made me think about that. So thank you for that. And Lee's back, look. I'm back, everyone, I'm back. The ship is being steered again. I didn't know how we were going to end the podcast. I forgot all the Joe's handles <laughs> and all sorts. I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> what? Right, we just had you know, you'd have been in style. You've been absolutely fine. But um, you're doing good. Yeah, that's it. I, I think we're about to takeaways in that now, or a little, little advertisement pitch if you're doing it, Lee, or or whatever. Yeah, very very quickly, I do. So thank you everyone for supporting us. Head over to inspirationnation.org.uk, Inspiration Nation store, details coaching service, sign up for Joe's newsletter. Very topical, I've got here. I was going to put it on earlier. Inspiration Nation face mask, still okay. available alongside mugs. Thank you, Ryan. Hoodies, thank you, Joe, and all that good stuff. And again, social media at listen to I N, listen to I N, and just put Jose Neuer Inspiration Nation search engine and you will find all sorts of Joe going on. I'm just right. thinking, you know, just quickly, that face masks now, if this all goes, it might become like collectible. Probably not. I'll keep this just in case, but I think you're probably right, Ryan. <laughs> the Inspiration podcast mask will become collectible, limited edition. We'll turn it into an yeah, NFT. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go, right? Because they will, you know, once the, you know, once people, you know, once the world starts wearing face masks. This stuff is going to be collectible. Remember that time, that two-year stint where all this stuff that's created by the pandemic, all that stuff, my, my words, they will be collectible. They will be collectible. Natural flow test, again, my, my words, if, we, if they start getting rid of them, they're collectible. There you go. In 20 years' time. After that, sure. great advice. Give us some takeaways and I'll count us down. Go on. Oh, we're doing takeaways. Takeaways, yeah. quick then. Um... Oh, I feel we've said it before, but don't be so hard on yourself. It's okay. It's good. Yeah, I agree with that. Brilliant. Lee? Appreciate the moment. Mm. Appreciate the moment. And mine is just do your best every single day, even those little tasks, do your best at it. That's mine. You'll get through it. Push through struggles. Go. And on that, on that note, three, two, one. Inspiration Nation. Catch you guys later. Later.